Hi, I'm Marilyn and welcome to my Lead Your Day show. Casual chats, interviews with inspiring people and lots of teaching with an inside out approach to not just building your own business, but being the leader your world is absolutely a craving to follow. In a nutshell, I teach entrepreneurs to lead and that starts with leading your day. I'm sharing some of the things that, well, they bug me, Uh, some of the things that I believe in, some of the things that make, uh, well, Marilyn, Marilyn, and that help me. And I'm also sharing some of the things that are, well, that I'm changing my view about. Now, what I'm going to chat about today isn't one of those, but it's one of those things that have really bugged me. And it's that phrase that goes, jack of all trades, master of none. I spent many years figuring out what to do with my life. And yeah, I'm doing air quotes as I say that. I was always the sort of person that when asked what my dream was or what I wanted to do when I grew up, I kind of didn't know how to articulate it. Now, further, further back when I was quite little, I knew I wanted to be a teacher. And it was because I'd had teachers in my life who inspired me. And it wasn't so much that I wanted to teach, although I've found out as an adult that I love to teach and I'm good at it, but it was more about the inspiration and the impact that that teacher was having on on me and the other students. But when I was a kid, we well, when I was a kid, <laughs> most kids aren't aware or self-aware enough to consider that teaching isn't just limited to kids. And as I got older, I really didn't see myself being a school teacher. I loved inspiring. I loved creating. I loved making things happen. There's lots of things that I could do. And looking back, I can see that part of the pressure for me was you've got to find one thing. And I found that really hard. And I was never given an option or empowered to challenge that thinking. I knew I just loved to do lots of things. Now, if I could tell my younger self or give my younger self some wisdom, I'd say, look, Marilyn, do your best that everything comes your way because you're actually going to have a really great life. And there are going to be some challenges, but, you know, throw yourself into everything that you do and it will turn out. It's okay to be great at a lot of things. But look, this episode isn't about finding a life direction. It's about one of the things that bugs me in my own industry, and that is coaching, especially for uh, business people, leaders, uh, the mentoring and personal development, business development field. And that's this pressure to niche down and find your ideal customer. Have I got any hands raised (laughs) for that? There's this big pressure that what's your niche and what's your ideal customer and Look, I struggled with it for a long time and probably you do as well. So let me give you my little bit of a Maryland take on it. And let's cover that or clear that phrase, I call it that cursed phrase, jack of all trades, master of none. So I did a bit of research and as I thought, that phrase has been used wrongly. It's a very, very old phrase and uh, it, it was originally meant to be a compliment And the master of none 
was added later, and we now use that phrase jack of all trades, master of none, is in a derogatory way. But it was never intended on being that. But actually being a jack of all trades is a good thing because, look, you have to be pretty adaptable and you're often a strategist if you can do a few things. You also know how to learn a lot and it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're bad at all of them. And it actually is the, well, it's the quality and the skills of a great leader to be able to have experience or to be able to touch different, different areas or you know, be jack of all trades or jill of all trades. I actually, I even found in researching that the organ, the human organ that is the jack of all trades is our skin. And uh, well, that is pretty important. That holds everything inside and, and together. I like to think of the jack of all trades or jill of all trades as that. Now, my personality and my background has never been niche. I've struggled with that. Uh, I've, when I started out, I was niche. I was in architecture, but I struggled because it didn't honour or it didn't pay dues to my inner, you know, the essence of who I was, my raw skills, which are sometimes hard to attached to a niche or a, to specialization. You know, I was a teacher, but not of kids. I was a inspirer. I'm a strategist. I'm also a good at you know, helping people take action. And so I was actually very thankful that there was a recession on and I had to go sideways for a bit and stayed sideways for a long time. Now, in my case, I developed a very broad range of experience due to being a learning and development manager or a training and development manager for director for many, many years. And I learned coaching skills, facilitation skills, mentoring skills, and I was definitely a problem solver and a strategic thinker. And I needed to have that experience to be able to do what I did. And when I listed everything that I've done, it's quite broad. And it, it, the message that I was getting when I was looking to form an online business was that you got a niche, you got a niche, you got to find your ideal. And I was feeling, well, I wasn't feeling empowered, let's put it that way. So when I list, I can do training and development. I could do, I was managing retail. I was doing leadership development, strategy, marketing, branding, communications, design, photography, copywriting, personality, I, heaps. And even now, my uh, Lead Your World Entrepreneur Incubator, well, the academy as we call it, is a little bit broader than, say, just teaching you how to copyright. So I'm actually against that trend for niching, which really came out of the last century where we were encouraged to have a profession, which we stuck at for our working life. Now, centuries before that, Let's go back to the life direction thing for a moment. They were called polymaths or Renaissance men and women, and they were highly esteemed. Think Leonardo da Vinci. Now, he was a genius, uh, and he, well, if he was born today, we'd probably call him Jack of all trades, master of none. Uh, and Ben Franklin, both polymaths, Renaissance men. And I think that, well, and the phrase definitely came out in the Renaissance through Leonardo. And well, I kind of like that call myself a renaissance woman. I love it. Now think of a department store. It has a very broad range of products and services. Now, when I lived in London, I loved going to Selfridges or Peter Jones or John Lewis and 
when I was studying in university, I worked at David Jones, which was which in Australia is kind of, you know, a more premium department store. But I know in in England. I kind of avoided that cheapy two pound shop, which was also a jack of all trades, just like a department store. Uh, you know, I, perhaps I would go into the pound shop to buy craft stuff for kids or tea towels or something cheap, but uh, it didn't put me off going to a jack of all trades department store. And sometimes I would go to a specialist shop, for example, I might go to a shoe shop, but I would also go to a department store for shoes as well. It was more about positioning of that store and it was also about being very clear about what they sold and for whom, who were they targeting. It was also about knowing clearly what they sold and which type of people would you know, appeal to that. So if you're feeling the tension to niche down and find your ideal customer, realise this, that that wisdom, and it is wisdom, it's about clear communication and clear messaging and not being vague so that people understand exactly what it is that you're selling. Because look, there's so much noise out there and most people get it wrong. It's it's very noisy, very, un, well, it's not, it's unclear what people are actually selling or serving people with. Remember the biggest secrets to being successful as a business owner or really anything, is mindset, marketing, and messaging, those three M's. And having the right market, having the right message, combine that with mindset, and hey, there you go. So when people say niche down, find, you know, locate your ideal customer, get it clear, that's what it's really about. It's about getting clear about what you're selling, what you're doing, and who, who can, in other words, who would it appeal to? And it's definitely easier if we can label people. So, for example, you're a business strategy coach rather than a business coach, which in a noisy market I get. But it's more than that. I've learned that there are other ways that you can do that. You can niche down in terms of what you do for people or solve for people. A best example is, say, a hospital, a general hospital. A general hospital treats illnesses of all ages. But if I was perhaps having a specialist operation, I might go to a specialist hospital, maybe for kids or for having a baby, or I might not. I think it's actually way more valuable to be true to your own unique wow, to have that self-awareness, to discover it and then be able to articulate it. So jack of all trades, it's not such a bad thing after all. I'm definitely rethinking a lot of things. Hey, can you do me a favor? I've got three things I'd love you to do. Number one, pause and hit subscribe right now. Then number two, share it with someone you know that needs to hear this. And number three, go and write me a review. Yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to go find what to do, but it's really worth it to get the message out. And then finally, set a goal to go for a daily walk and listen to this podcast, because the faster we can share this message, the greater the benefits. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.